Coming up is some important information from Mullane and Lindsay solicitors of 191 Mile Street Tea Gardens. Phone 49287300. Welcome. Today I'm in the studio with Cavell Lindsay from Mullane and Lindsay Solicitors, Newcastle and Tea Gardens. Hi Cavell, thank you for joining me today. Thanks, Addy. Our topic of discussion is mutual wills, surviving your second spouse. Cavell, I understand you're going to speak about mutual wills. What are mutual wills? Well, Annie, you often see mutual wills being made when a couple decide to make wills and they agree on the terms of each will before giving instructions to their solicitor. So if the couple agree and that after the first one of them dies that the surviving spouse will not change his or her will, then the wills are mutual wills and that agreement can be oral or in writing. We do often see this in a second marriage where each spouse may have children from a previous relationship um, and they want to make sure that on the death of their spouse that, that both of their children are both sets of children are looked after. So the example may be where a husband is in a second marriage, they've both got husband and wife have children to get uh separately and they leave the estate to the spouse with the understanding that their spouse is going to on their death give divide everything equally between children. Wow. So what happens if the agreement is not in writing or properly documented? That's a great question. So if there is nothing in writing, then the agreement exists. However, the terms of that agreement may not be known by any other person other than the couple. In the event that the surviving spouse breaches the agreement and changes the will after the death of his or her spouse, if the existence of the agreement is not known to an affected third party, then that person may be denied the opportunity to enforce the agreement. Okay. So are you able to give us an example of what might happen when the first spouse dies and they have mutual wills agreement? There's actually been a a case recently heard in the Supreme Court on this topic. So for background, Edward died in October 2021 at age 74. He was survived by his second wife, Dulcie, and they were married for 24 years. Edward had two children from a previous marriage. And Dulcie also had two children from a previous marriage. Edward and Dulcie decided that they were going to make mutual wills and they also executed a document called a mutual wills contract to ensure that their property was divided as they wanted it and between their both sets of children on their death. In 2011, when Edward was diagnosed with dementia, Dulcie started to care for him and she then just ran the household and he then uh, Edward had to move into a nursing home. Dulcie then had to sell the family home and she then applied some of those proceeds to pay for the bond. And then, so some of the assets were devolved by that point. When they did their wills, they, they gave each, each of their estates to each other and then they left the balance of their estate on both of them to pass to uh, equally between the four children of their, both of their previous marriages. When Edward died, Dulcie upheld the agreement and she was bound to give effect to the agreement that uh, she would then divide her estate between Edward's children and her own children. But one of Edward's children actually made a claim against his Edward's estate and for a family provision claim and said that he should be receiving something from his father's estate and not everything should go to his uh, stepmother. But Dulcie was an elderly uh, widow. She didn't have much to live off other than the assets that her and Edward had brought together. 
and she also just had the pension as well. So the court found in this instance that the son's claim was not valid and should not be should not proceed because there wasn't enough in the estate for Dulcie to live off, but also that the Edward being the deceased and Dulcie had actually made this agreement that they would uphold and that she would then give part of her estate when she died to Edward's children and to her own. So it's a good example that the court does actually uphold the testamentary intentions of a uh, testator or a willmaker rather than letting family provision claims come into play and take over from that uh, willmaker. Okay. So what happens if a spouse breaches that agreement? If a spouse doesn't uphold the agreement and, and makes a new will, then there is there's a requirement to analyze both of the wills that have been done and and also the agreements just to see what the term what terms have actually have changed if the wills uh terms of the will have actually changed then and the terms which are subject to that agreement then there's arguably breach of contract claims so you would have to make sue the person for changing their will and who would make this claim so any of the beneficiaries who are actually affected by that change in entitlement would bring that claim. Oh, would you make this claim whilst the person who changed their will was still alive or on their death? That's a good question. So it would depend on the circumstances and the terms of the mutual will itself. If any of the listeners find themselves in the situation, it is a really complex area. So just arrange a time with myself or Christy, Nunn or Robert to discuss these queries because it is a case-by-case situation. Oh, okay. Lastly, um, Cavell, why would anyone want a mutual will with a spouse? There's a few just key reasons. So if you want to leave your spouse your estate or part of it and be sure that on their death that they include in their will, it's included that a gift goes to your children is one reason. If you and your spouse agree to look after each other's children from a previous relationship, but you want to be sure that your children can legally enforce that agreement. And then thirdly, if you want to give your children from previous relationship the protection and the right to sue the estate of your spouse if, if the spouse doesn't uphold the agreement as well. Okay. Well, thank you very much for your time and helpful information today, Cavell. Most enlightening. Thanks again to Malane and Lindsay Solicitors, Newcastle and Tea Gardens. Malane and Lindsay are proud sponsors of Mile Coast Radio. If you have any legal queries, please give the team at Malane and Lindsay a call on 0249 287300.